1: It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time. It's time. It's time. Time to get in the zone. Time to get in the zone with the 49ers Web Zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al Zane and Brian. What is up, 49ers faithful? We are back with another episode of the 49ers Web Zone Know How to Podcast. We got Brian, we got Al, I'm Zane. It's another victory podcast. And guys, we got to keep the tradition going, right? I know we said a couple shows ago that I would do the victory. So for for the sake of the Niners, I hope I open every single show from here on in, right? Until the end of the season. So I think that uh, that, that that bodes well for the team, right? But man, just, just a, a dominating win against Carolina. A really, really costly win in a lot of ways. We're going to talk about that. And it looks like the Niners are starting to hit their stride here. There's a lot going on in the NFC West. The Niners are in sole possession of first place for the first time in a long time, which is awesome. And it's just a really, really positive sort of vibe that was a little bit kind of had a had a cloud over it after the injury. So we're going to talk about all of that. And, guys, what are your thoughts after that dominating win?
2: Well, the win I was mean, so was dominating. A win. Yeah. I would say the win was so dominating it <laughs> cost – Matt Rule his job, so there is yeah. that.
0: Yeah, there is that. Yeah, yeah. C- costly for Matt Rule, and you know, costly for the Niners with losing Emmanuel Moseley for the year is is huge. Um, you know, he's such an underrated corner, and a lot of I feel the success they were having were because him and Trevor is Ward had, had been locked down mm-hmm. in the secondary. Um, we're recording this on a Tuesday; they're going to reevaluate Bosa on a Wednesday. We'll hope to God he's not out that long, you know, because he's he's as important as it gets. Um. Robbie Gould, we'll see as well. Um, they're going to reevaluate tomorrow. And Jimmy Ward broke his hand and TBD in terms of to have surgery when he's going to be back. So definitely yeah. costly, but the biggest thing for me, and you know, we'll get into all of it. We, the defense was the defense. We knew it was going to be and the offense kind of looked like the offense in the first half, but then I thought kind of changed the tide a little bit. And I thought it was a really tough, gutsy performance from them. I thought Garoppolo played, played well. Um, I thought Jeff Wilson and Juwan Jennings sort of set the tone. I just thought they they played really tough. Jennings on a couple of those third down runs, and Jeff Wilson was running hard. I just thought they really set a tough tone. And it was, other than the injuries, it was a really positive game. And does Carolina suck? Yeah, they do. But you play who's on your schedule, and you're supposed to whoop up up on a team like that, and they did.
2: Well, and I I would argue that Carolina, while they aren't good, their defense is at least decent. And Phil Snow is a coordinator who – really run some exotic things, which I th- I thought could really not not hinder the offense, the 49ers offense, but give Jimmy Garoppolo a little bit more to think about, which, you know, isn't always the best thing. Uh and then for whatever reason they fired Matt Rule and Phil Snow and their special teams coordinator, even though it is that offense that has been putrid in Carolina. And so yeah, this is a, a game that that they should have won it was one that i thought could be closer than than it was just simply because i didn't know how this offense would perform uh, traveling across the country going against uh, a a defense that while it isn't anywhere near the top of the league does have some pass rush ability for a team that is hurting along the offensive line <clears throat> excuse me brian burns made his presence known a lot in the game uh, i would love to see him in a red and gold uniform cuz i think there's going to be a fire sale in carolina I just imagine that they don't have the 49ers at least don't have the firepower to get any high power trade done. But there's already rumors that the Bills have looked into Christian McCaffrey, which I'm like, man, they don't need any more help on the offensive side of the ball. They're they're pretty good on that side already. But it's it's really difficult to just like the win against Seattle. It's difficult to be super upbeat when you've lost Emmanuel Mosley for the year. Like you said, we've. We've, Al, uh, I will say we're recording this on a Monday. It'll come out on a Tuesday. Oh, I say um, Tuesday. I never know so, what yeah. day it is. Okay. No worries. But, uh and yeah, so they'll reevaluate Bosa. I would I would argue, it, don't even reevaluate him. Just rule him out against mm-hmm. Atlanta already. Let's just go ahead, get him right, because it's the Chiefs after Atlanta. And that's, the, that's a team that you need Nick Bosa to be healthy for. And so overall obviously a dominating performance and you have to be happy the 49ers are stacking wins which is all that they can do they're above 500 now at 3 and 2 in sole position of first place like you said Zane uh, everybody in the NFC lost uh, sorry anybody in the, everybody in the NFC West lost on Sunday the Cardinals the Seahawks and the Rams Rams got dominated by the Cowboys they are looking less and less like they are a huge threat uh, but you never know the the season is long but it was absolutely something that 49er fans could be excited about and proud of for what they put on the field on Sunday.
1: Yeah. And I don't want to at all take away from that performance because it was dominating and you should do that to a team that's lesser than you. If they had let the Panthers hang around for the entire game and just won by a field goal or lost the game, we would have been pretty upset about that. So I think that you're right. Like this is a team that remember a couple of weeks ago against Denver, they looked like they couldn't beat anybody. Right, like they—they they literally looked like a team that was just totally discombobulated, couldn't move the ball in the offense. The defense was great as usual, but I think that now, looking ahead for at least the foreseeable future, because the, the Mosley injury is a crushing one. Because I know that Jason Barrett's in the bullpen, and I know that he's getting his arm ready and he's getting warmed up. It is baseball season, postseason, so that the baseball analogy, right? But I know he is getting ready to come in, but you can't—you can't rely on him for a full game, right? He's not going to be in game shape, and I think that. If they were to say activate him against, you know, th- this week, they're to say activate him against the, the Falcons and he would get some reps alongside. I would expect that maybe they would kick Lenore outside and then have Womack go in the slot because Womack has already played the slot rather than bring Ambry Thomas, who's also been kind of cold off the bench to play. I would expect that would that were to happen. And if they were to platoon Ferret and and uh, Lenore on the outside, that would be a much like, better sort of situation. But it's just one of those things where the Niners have such a good shot at winning the division this year. And that's not where we thought we would be, right? Especially when Trey went down, we didn't think we would be there. And now several weeks later, that's just how an NFL NFL season goes. The Panthers were ranked 17th against the pass on defense, right? So it was a middle of the pack pass defense. It's not, they're not, they're not a terrible defense all around, right? Like we're not talking about the bottom of the league and the Niners got like almost 300 yards passing from, you know, from their, from, from their offense. So it wasn't necessarily like, oh, you beat a bottom-feeding team. I wouldn't plan a parade, but I would say that it was a really positive step in the right direction for the team that, again, a couple of weeks ago, just didn't look like they could beat anybody. And that's that's kind of what I take it for what it is.
0: Yeah, and I think, I guess where I want to start is because when Garoppolo plays badly, you know, we're all over it. Everybody's all over it. and. He played well. This was one of the better games I can remember him playing in a while. And I thought with him, did he almost have a couple interceptions? Sure. It's kind of Jimmy, right? Um, but to his credit, he's has a hundred and seven attempts this year and he's thrown one interception. And when the Niners hold on to the ball, they win. If he's not given turning the ball over and, and changing the momentum, they 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 win ball games. And right right now he's he's doing and he's playing well. And I thought this was again, I I speak to tough and gutsy. I thought it was a gutsy performance from Garoppolo. And the play that sticks out to me the most is when he got absolutely crushed and he throws to the outside, the numbers, hmm. a 50, 50 ball, to Tevin Coleman. When, when do you typically see Jimmy do something like that? So I thought that was great, and Coleman comes down with it. Funny stat on Coleman, he has nine career touchdowns now as a 49er. Six of them have come against Carolina. He so owns he's, the Panthers. He's got to play the yeah, Panthers, over the week, apparently. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Coleman comes out of nowhere with a couple TVs, but he was good out of the backfield, and I thought, I thought Jimmy did, did a good job spreading the ball around. I, he did a great job on third down. Now, I think we ha- do you have to be careful? Yeah, I mean, do we probably overreact when he plays poorly? Probably, because the Niners are still going to win 10 or 11 games this year. Do we overreact when he plays well? I think some people do. Uh, you know, I saw some things like, "Oh, well, what happens now if they win the Super Bowl? Do you resign him?" Let's let's calm down. Like it's one week. He played really well, and and he deserves all the credit for it. Now, can he be consistent? Because that's kind of been the issue. We see good moments. Can he be consistent? Can he keep taking care of the football? That's the big thing. Can he come out of this season with only like seven or eight picks? I mean, that would be sensational. If he does that, they're going to be a really good team. But all credit should go to him. There's been a, he's taken a lot of shit. And he's taking shit on this show. Some of it's warranted. Maybe some of it's overreaction. Sometimes, you know, we're passionate, but he played well. He deserves credit and he's going to get it for me th- this week.
2: For sure. He's currently on pace for 21 touchdowns and four interceptions, which would be the, by far and away, the best touchdown to interception ratio he's had in his career. Now, do I think he's going to get there? No. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, and I would hope that we could see that touchdown number go up a little bit as well. But honestly, you know, when, when he made that throw to Coleman, you know, I tweeted it out. I said, Hey, great throw, right? I was in between softball games. I was at a local uh, tap house eating lunch, right? Between the first softball game and the second. So I got to watch the first, uh, the first offensive. Well, I've got to watch the first two offensive drives and the first defensive three and out, but, uh, and then I came home and, and watched the game that I had recorded. But, you know, you've got to give Jimmy Garoppolo props, and that's the thing. You know, a lot of people, a lot of people, especially on social media, right? Which is where a lot of our presence is. Um, you know, they misconstrue being critical of a player with hating a player, right? And I think reality is, if you if you can only be critical about a player, then a hundred percent that's hate, right? And and there are people on on Forty Niners Twitter who will only be critical of Jimmy Garoppolo, and and to me, that's hey sure be that way but ultimately that's there's no that's not balanced right you've got to give him his flowers when he earns his flowers and he earned his flowers this week right he didn't turn the ball over did he have some turnover worthy plays sure but you every quarterback in the league has turnover worthy plays every game right that's let's not let's not Let's not sugarcoat it. Josh Allen leaves plays on the fields, Pat on the field. Patrick Mahomes leaves plays on the field. You know, all these quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers leaves plays on the field. So, you know, the things that we, that we get on Jimmy for are things that other quarterbacks do as well. The question is, can he be more consistent with, with performances like this past Sunday or even arguably his performance the previous Monday night, right? Which wasn't spectacular, but it also was, more than enough to win because with this defense even with some of the injuries this defense is going to continue to play as well as we've seen because of the depth that they have in the secondary you know Zane you talked earlier about you know what are they going to do on the outside well the one thing that you we also have to think about and he hasn't done it with the 49ers but Womack played outside in college that was his position he wasn't a slot cornerback they just I think Drafted him with that idea because he was essentially a clone, a physical clone of Kwan Williams, but with four three speed. Womack is a much faster player than Lenore, and so I think if you could keep Lenore inside so that he isn't getting exposed on the outside, with not that he's a slow player, but he 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 timed in the I think the high four fours, whereas Womack was in the four threes, and and Womack is comfortable out there, and so. You've got Womack, you've got Ambry Thomas, you've got Dante Johnson. The barnacle is still here, guys. Let's not forget about him. <laughs> and you've got Jason Verrett, who I still think would they can just ease him in. His 21-day practice window opened last week. And so he's going to have this week and next week before they have to make a decision. I would imagine that they're probably not going to activate him this week. I don't I don't think that would be smart just because he hasn't, he's had one full speed practice so far, mm-hmm. but if they can get him activated and acclimated and then will Wom- uh, a combo of Womack and Johnson and Ambry Thomas can hold down that side, because we know that at this point, no one's going to try Charvarius Ward side with those other guys. You know, most that was the thing is Mosley Mosley allowed, uh, Ward, to, you know, other teams to basically pick their poison. Now they're probably going to pick on that side. So, you know, we got to see. And and they're going against a, a Falcons team this week that isn't great in the passing game, really, really good in the running game. And I think it's going to be an interesting uh, dilemma for the for the defense. But, you know, this defense, uh, just a couple things that I thought were cool. Uh, the 49ers defense didn't allow a touchdown in the first half for their fifth consecutive game, marking the first time that they accomplished that feat since 2011. Um, and this marks the first time in franchise history that the defense did not allow first-half touchdown in the first five games of the season and the first time among all NFL teams since Carolina accomplished the feat in 2013, okay? The 49ers posted six sacks and then seven sacks the previous game. Uh, It's the first time since weeks one and two in 1985 that they had back-to-back games with six or more sacks, and with 13 sacks in weeks four through five, it marked the most sacks registered by the team in a two-week span since weeks one and two in 1985 when they had 15 sacks. So, again, we are talking about a historically good defense franchise-wise uh, for this team. And, and as long as Jimmy Garoppolo can play like he did this past Sunday or even the Monday night before, seems going to win a lot of games.
0: And 13 different 49ers have sacks right now. Bosa leads the team with six, but then a total of thirteen and twenty-one yeah. sacks through through five games is the most since nineteen ninety-eight. So yeah, doing yep. some historic stuff. And you know, we, we talked about Garoppolo. Another person, conservative Kyle, right? Well, Kyle went for it on a fourth down mm-hmm. and it paid off. And and look, the biggest thing for the Niners, I thought in this game, it got the score was 17 to 9 in the third quarter, right? Bosa's out. Carolina's got some momentum. McCaffrey gets that touchdown. I don't know why Rule went for two. Didn't make any sense to me whatsoever. I, I understand the analytic thought behind it. I thought it was idiotic, but anyway, it's 17 to 9 so it's did David to Tepper. But what'd you say?
2: So did David Tepper.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Right. That was when he was probably like, yeah, you're you're done, yeah. buddy. But we've seen the Niners and we've talked about it. The Niners have the offense has to come down and pick the defense up, right? You got to mm-hmm. get the momentum back. Jimmy's got to make a play. Kyle's got to stop being so conservative and, and push the envelope. And they all did it. Soon as they scored the touchdown, Niners go down and go back up twenty-four to nine, games over. And I thought mm-hmm. that that was just the biggest thing to me because they scored it, and I'm like, "All right, man. If the offense doesn't do something, this could be another one of those games where it's just it's too close, closer than it should be at the end, or God forbid they actually lo- lost the game, and they didn't. Mm-hmm. They came out, they went right down the field." Kyle's not being conservative, and then they just took a stranglehold on the game, and that was it. That was it. Yeah. I, I like that mentality. I just like the whole mentality this week. It was tough. It was aggressive. I was just really happy with, with the approach from Kyle and the team. I really was.